Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Merry Christmas, Robin. Well, same to you. Good morning. Wow. Christmas it's a Eve? Cold Can you one. Believe it? Oh, Christmas, yeah. yeah, because it definitely looks like Christmas Eve. There is no <laughs> doubt about it. And you know what? I wouldn't want it any other way. Maybe a little warmer, but I love all the snow and I, I, I love it. I think I ditched the winds. I think so too. Yeah. A lot of uh, people trying to get to their loved ones are having a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. And um, my kids are on their way over, too. So I just told them, just get here when it's daylight and go slow. Yep. And, you know, that's all you can do. And they both have four-wheel drive, so it's it's okay. But, yeah, that's well, not good. I wish, it, I wish we didn't have to deal with that. Sounds like next week for New Year's Eve, it'll be a lot better. Yeah, it's, well, that's the thing I'm thankful for. When you get these cold blasts, if they lift after a week, you go, oh, okay. But it's when they stick around for three to four weeks, you go. Correct. Rrr. Correct. Correct. Agreed. So, so I imagine, I imagine uh, you'll have a house full, huh? You know, honestly, not. We're, we're really going low key. Um, we have, you know, with my mom just passed, we just had her celebration of life last week. We had family from everywhere back home. It's just going to be pretty low key. Today, um, it's just going to be our kids and Scott and I, and of course my dad, and maybe my one sister who lives in Wabasha and one of her daughters, because they all celebrated together last week. So who knows? You know, mm -hmm. I don't think it's going to be. And then... Um, on Christmas Day tomorrow, it'll be a little bit different because I think if the weather permits, Scott's brother and uh, his wife and their kids are going to come down from the cities, and one of our boys from the RBC house and his family are going to come over. But we'll we'll see. We'll play it by ear. I mean, yeah. I have enough. I have enough food for an army for a week. But <laughs> who knows? I'm always prepared. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we're uh, we're expecting a house full. On Christmas Day, but now it's you know, might not be quite a houseful. Right, it is going to be what it is going to be. But you, yeah. you just much rather have them be safe, you know. Absolutely. So for sure. Anyway, it's, it's still hard for me to believe that we are a week away, basically, from the end of 2022. Isn't that something? Well, and it's, I mean, to me, it is settling in because I'm hearing a lot and reading a lot about what will 2023 bring? What will 2023 bring? You know, recap 2022. So it is definitely feeling like the end of the year. And I'm always, I'm one of those clean slate girls. I keep everything. I'm a really visual person. So we have these visual boards in our office where we write all of our transactions and we have like a whole wall of buyers and a whole wall of sellers. And it's fun to just watch it throughout the year get, you know, all filled up. And then we have to put another one on top because we're full on the wall. And then next week we erase it all. And it used to just give me like anxiety, but now I've kind of moved into the, oh, I love a fresh start. Just wipe it clean. Let's start over. I'm really pumped for 2023. I think it's going to be another good year. I know that there are a lot of skeptics out there and you and I talk about this a lot. You can believe what you want to believe, but I follow the same economists, you know, very consistently. And I'll tell you, people are people that influence 
me, I mean, people that I think are very um, well-respected in the real estate world are very optimistic about 2023 and actually they think that 2024 could be another stellar year because by the end of 2023 they're expecting to see interest rates back down around four and a half maybe five percent so you know what that means it's very easy to refinance so buy marry the house right marry the house and date the mortgage there you go so if you find a house now that you can actually get a good deal on because people are still thinking oh what's happening why not do it well yeah absolutely and you have said it's it's a bank account you live in or retirement account you live in i did see i did see a report on friday that one of the key inflationary indicators had dropped again yeah. It's down to like five and a half percent after being up at seven and eight percent. So that is yep. really a good indicator, good sign. That is great news. Yes, it is. Absolutely. But um, it'll take some time, though, yes, to ratchet um, them down. Yeah, this is the thing. Every real estate market is a little bit different. And because Rochester is a little insulated with the Mayo Clinic and so many people coming and staying for four years, seven years, 10 years, and then leaving again, that kind of protects us because our values have continued to go up, are predicted to continue to go up. But right now, like I mentioned briefly, there are deals to be had. People are actually paying closing costs or reducing their asking price, um, making all the repairs that are requested from an inspection, things that last year were unheard of. So it's a beautiful time to be a buyer and get out there and negotiate a good deal, even if you're going to pay six or a little over six percent interest if you know it's only going to be for a short time and then you can refinance it i still think you're going to come out ahead if you do that other than wait for the rates to go down again and the prices to have gone up i agree with you 100 percent. and the added bonus to that is however many months it takes you are living in that home Absolutely. Building that equity. Building that equity. You're you're so smart, Ah. Andy. (laughs) I've been listening to you for years now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've really got this down. I mean, you have such a good understanding of it, and I love that because it makes it really easy to do the show with you because of that. I feel like um, the people who listen to the show regularly, because I do get a lot of calls, I get emails, and people really do learn about the real estate market. And I, I have had people say, oh my gosh, I'm not nearly as nervous about selling my house or about buying a house after listening week after week. So I'm super happy to hear that. And well, and I'm, I'm super glad to have been able to absorb some of your knowledge and wisdom from this because with my children, when they were going through this and the anxieties that you were talking about, inevitably they felt them and they were able to actually call me and I was, ah, this is what you, you know, don't worry, this is part of the process and yeah. this is what you're going to deal with. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so awesome. And now here they are, both all adulting in their own homes. I know. I know. It's Jeez. amazing. So look back at 22. Those are some big wins, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was, it's been a fantastic year. Yes, I agree. My daughter and her husband um, built their house, and that's all complete. And they've been in it now for a couple of months, and that's been a lot of fun. And then, of course, our son stayed in the house that they were living in. And people say all the time, oh, he's going to have to sell that big house. He's not going to stay there. I'm like, listen, he has got so much equity in that house and such a great interest rate. He's going nowhere. He will stay in that big house. 
No, just fill it full of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's thank goodness he's not a clutterer, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, it's a when you actually pause and take time to review what has taken place in the last twelve months, you can really gain some appreciation. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know when we have to take a break, but if we have to take one, we will. But otherwise, I have something that I do want to talk about. Um, we can and do it's that. After? We, yeah, we'll do the break right now, and then we can start with a clean slate. How's that? Perfect. All right. Back with more of Robin Gualdi, Gualdi Group Remax Results, in a moment on Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves is all about helping you. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Merry Christmas, everyone. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney and Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. Uh, with us on this Christmas Eve. Have you started the eggnog already? That I'm um, Robin Girl Maraldi? Yeah. <laughs> Ew, eggnog. I, uh, I have never drank that. I have sipped it once, and I cannot Ugh. understand why anybody would want to drink it. I'm a consistency person, and that's just the idea of it. Ugh. No, yeah. couldn't try that. No, no Not a fan, not a fan. But before the break, you mentioned you had something you wanted to share with us. Yes. I want to talk about, I just kind of want to recap what happened in the 2022 real estate market, okay? Because it was definitely a roller coaster and it has gotten people curious about what 2023 is going to bring. So I'm hoping it could maybe bring a little bit of clarity about if we look back at kind of what happened in 2022. Okay. Okay, so it clearly has been a really bumpy ride, right? I mean. In the, in the beginning of 2022, we had such a frenzy. I mean, people were going crazy out there. They were paying um, well above list price. And it went like that from literally beginning of the year all the way through summer. And then all of a sudden, summer came and because inflation came on the scene and the interest rates started to rise, people started to get a little panicky. And then we'd start to hear reports reports that, you know, sales are down. Even Lawrence Yun, who is the chief economist for the National Association of Realtors, predicted sales would be down 16% from 2021. Well, yes, but 2021 was a really good year. So if people are informed of all that, it's not as big of a deal to get panicked about as maybe some people did. Um, New homes, as we all know, were way down uh, based on the price of all the building materials, right? Right. So um, while home sales were definitely falling, most home prices, at least in our market, and most markets, remained resilient. And this year, home prices actually climbed 10% over last year. Right. And yeah, and I don't think, you know, anything that I read, nobody is predicting home prices to drop in 2023. Now, there may be, well, there will be much slighter increases, okay? So they're not going to continue to go up by double digits. Maybe home values are going to go up in our market 3 to 5%, maybe a little more, maybe 8% for some homes. But 
they're not going down. So that is really, really expensive. Now, that being said, some of the more expensive housing markets where um, it's actually pulled back the most, like some of the areas we've talked about, the Scottsdale, Arizona, the San Francisco, the Austin, Texas, they may actually see slight price declines. And that's only because they were going up at such a, you know, absolutely unrealistic pace that that's the reason that's going to change. Right. But I think that even though the mortgage rates and home prices are expected to be, you know, expected to moderate, right? Home sales may still sag, but just not as much as maybe they were originally predicted. So that's what I'm getting out of everything that I read. But when you say that, you're saying on average nationwide. On average nationwide. And again, like I said before the break, we live in a really insulated market. So I am excited about 23 being a really good year. As a matter of fact, here it is, Christmas Eve. And right before the show, I got a call for a listing appointment for next week. So, I mean, come on. That's not a sign of of (laughs) something to be worried about, right? So that's one thing, um, the, the the big slowdown. And then, of course, there was the mortgage rate shocker. I mean, oh, my gosh, people were, the rates were going really fast. I mean, the market in on November 10th, so that's not that long ago, the 30-year fixed rate broke the 7% mark. And literally a year later, they'd been averaging below 3%. So that scares people. I mean, it's like more than double in a year. So mix that with the fact that home prices are going up, that definitely dampened the affordability for a lot of people, right? Sidelined a lot of buyers. So let me talk that in numbers so it makes sense to people. If someone was buying a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage on a $300,000 loan that would have cost them about $1,285 a month at last year's 3.11% rate. But now, the very same loan with today's rate of 6.33 is the average, um, the same payment would cost an extra $580 a month. Mm, yeah. So, you know, that's an extra $6,960 a year. That's a lot. It is. But then I go back to if I'm paying rent, it's... And, and you know, I'm so happy you said that because I was just going to say, guess what's going up more than anything? Rates are on... Rent rates are on the steepest incline they've seen. So people are definitely going to be paying a lot more per year if they're continuing to rent. And then, unfortunately, they are just not building that equity. You know, I can talk until I'm blue in the face (laughs) about equity, but... It is. Again, our house is the bank account we live in, guys. It is how we're building our wealth for retirement. So it's important. All right. So, um, yeah, that's scary because people read in the news, houses have not been this unaffordable since 1989. And the fact of the matter is that we've also not made this much money. You know, I mean, people make more money. So... Yes, they are expensive and payments are expensive. And I wish I could, I wish I had a magic wand so I could wave it over and change that. But the good news is values are continuing to stay high. And most home buyers, you know, a third trend that we saw is a lot of appreciation in their homes, a lot of equity. Oh my gosh, yes. Record levels. Okay. You know- 
you know, when you're talking about affordability, maybe we could do that one of these coming weeks. You had that calculator that one time that you could plug in the numbers? Because I'd be interested to see with the interest rates where they are now. I bet bet when we compare it to 30, 40 years ago, I bet it still comes out favorably. I agree. I agree. Because you have to factor in everything else. And right, you know, right now because of the inflation and paying five bucks for a dozen eggs and things like that, you know, that definitely is putting a damper on people's budgets. But nonetheless, we have to have shelter. And nonetheless, getting into that mortgage and owning that home is by far the best thing you'll ever do for yourself. So definitely, if it's not attainable today, make it a goal. I can, you can call me and we can talk about, you know, how do we get in the position to be approved to buy a home? How much money do we need to save? What does our credit score have to be? You know, I can answer all those questions. And if I can't answer the questions, I can definitely team up with one of my lending partners who can. So I want people to know that I don't want anybody to sit and say, oh, I, we can't afford to buy a home. If you can't afford to buy a home today, well, first of all, some people think they can't and they can, right. but if you truly can't afford to buy a home today, let's put together a plan so that you can afford to buy a home in the future because it is truly, and I don't mean to sound sappy on this Christmas Eve day, but it is the American dream and I want to help people achieve that. Absolutely. We have to take a break again already. We haven't covered the five things, but we'll continue with that when we return with Robin Gwaltley, Gwaltley Group, Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on this Christmas Eve 2022. And um, you kind of touched on it, Robin, but one of the biggest trends, I mean, I noticed as a homeowner is that my net worth increased significantly in the past 12 months. Correct. The high appreciation has been a really important trend that we cannot turn our our head against or whatever you say, turn our back to, right? So um, homeowners are enjoying record levels of appreciation. And even as these home prices are beginning to ease, I think the prediction is that half of all mortgage holders, so these would be the people who've owned their houses for a few years, are considered equity rich, okay? And that means that their estimated loan balance is less than 50% of their proper okay. property's estimated market value. So if the house is worth 300, they own, you know, they owe less than 150. So that's that's fabulous. And it's and not because Go ahead. That's 150 towards their net worth. Exactly. And it's not because they've lived there 30 years and they've paid it off. I mean, I talked to you about the house that my kids built, and when they built it, it was a $500,000 house. 
and after six years, it appraised for eight hundred thousand. And it's not because they paid three hundred thousand dollars off; it's right. because the values just went up that much. So, yeah, it's amazing. And you know, when I pushed them to buy that house because, uh, or to build that house rather, because the rates were so low, and I said, "This is just something you have to take advantage of, and you have to push yourselves right to the limit." Because why, Andy? Because it's the bank account you live in, right? So it's like it's like every month you make that house payment, you're putting money in the bank, and here here it is. You know that equity sits there, but. Anyway, the second quarter of this year, the owner's annual home equity gain was sixty grand. Oh yeah, I can believe yeah. that. No yeah. problem. Isn't that great? So, um, what is that going to look like in twenty twenty three? The equity increases likely are going to soften a little bit, but even the pandemic home buyers who maybe even bought in the height of the market aren't expected to see downfall in their home appreciation, which is super. And I mean, if you bought your house in the last couple of years, you're still going to be sitting with homes that are double digits, you know, 10%, 15% valued higher than when you bought them. So this is, it's great news, all of it. Oh my gosh. So that's the third trend. So the two that we've covered are the great housing slowdown, the mortgage rate shocker, the high appreciation. And then of course, we've got the resilient remodeling boom because if people are locked in guess what they're locked in at those great rates that they've either purchased at or refinanced at in the past few years they're saying now we might as well just stay here and um remodel the house that we're in so i think it's something like <laughs> that's you yeah that's i think it's something like 22 percent of homeowners say that their top motivation right now is just to stay and remodel so you know that's going to help them when they do decide to sell whether it's you or whoever that remodeling that you're putting in is just increasing the value of your home so it's just going to be a plus when it comes time to sell it and i always say to people if there's things that you would like to do, why not do it and enjoy it instead of wait until it's time to sell the house and then upgrade it for the next guy? You know, you've said that in the past and it rings yeah. so true because you see that project and you go, eh, you know, uh, it, it's something that it's going to have to be done eventually. But right. Yeah. Why put it off? Yeah, right. Take care exactly. of it. So... This is the thing, the, the housing bubble fear. This is the, the last of the trend. This is, I think, the thing that affected the housing market more than anything. The what if, the what if, right? Psychology of it, yep. Yeah, so this past spring, about 45% of home sellers actually believed that the housing market was headed for a crash. All right, and then there was none. And then later, 41% of Americans said that they feared a housing crash in the next year. So it's like, we just want to be afraid. And I don't need to talk about the five reasons this isn't a repeat of the 2008 housing crash because I've talked about it and <laughs> talked about it and talked about it. But believe me, there's no housing crash. We still have a shortage of inventory. We still have values going up. We still have plenty of qualified buyers. Rent is going up at a crazy all-time pace. People are going to continue to buy houses. The housing market is going to be solid. 2023 is going to be another great year to buy or sell. And I'm going to be here to help you out. They did say, uh, I think I told you this last week, uh, Brian Buffini, when he did his bold predictions, said that approximately a quarter million realtors will bow out this year. 
That's an amazing number, too, when you think yeah. of it. But when you're talking about the psychology of the market, um, my observance is that there it probably breaks out to the exact percentage that you brought up who feared the collapse. The, uh, yes. Like, that, yes. That there's a natural tendency to, um, it's too good to be true. You know, Correct. that kind of sentiment. And then right. look, look for the downfall at every, every corner. And then the other psychology is the other way. And uh, there's always that in between that you ride the wave. Yeah. And yep, that's it. Those You can be that glass half full person or you can be that glass half empty person. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, is that we don't want to bring negativity into the into the market or into the world that doesn't necessarily have to be here because we don't want to create our own problems i have seen a shift in the way the media is covering the media i agree uh, the the market because i agree i've seen a lot more positivity i agree after a lot of negativity three months ago because if they predict these things and expect these things and then the things don't happen, then they're going to have to kind of rethink it, right? <laughs> and so then they kind of have new predictions and, and new ideas. So anyway, yeah, I think 2023 is going to be a solid real estate year. And then I think according to what everything that I've read, I think 2024 is going to be another really exciting real estate year. Wow, so, okay. um, yeah. So maybe that means more exciting for sellers. I don't know, but if I'm you and I'm a buyer and I'm, um, ready to buy now, am I going to wait until the rates go down? I'm absolutely not. I'm going to buy the house. I'm going to marry that house. I'm going to date that rate. And when a better rate comes along, I'm going to dump that rate and I'm going to get that better one and I'm going to refinance. So if I'm that person and I'm looking at this and I don't know what direction to go and I give you a call, you can map that out to say, okay, look at this. These are your payments now based upon this interest rate. And we can say present a pretty darn good argument that by this time a year from now, the rates will likely be significantly lower. Yes. If you get the house now when there's not quite as much demand. Right. There is demand, but there's a few people that are just putting their brakes on and saying, I don't know. So then, of course, because of what's been in the media, the sellers are like, ah, geez, I better take the lower offer. I better pay the closing costs or I better do this or I may not get it sold. So there are deals to be had. And I mean, when you can get out there and negotiate and like I said, go get that inspection done. And if there's problems with the house, get the seller to pay for them. You guys, last year we couldn't even ask for an inspection or they would tell us (laughs) to take a hike. So this is great news. And so if these interest rates do drop to the level that the economists are predicting would be a possibility a year from now, you might see that demand surge back up to that level where you're going to be unable to get Exactly. Exactly. And not only that, but think about this. If you're let's say you're buying a three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. If you're able to get it now for three twenty five, which could very well happen, and then the rates go down, let's say they go down to five percent. Let's just say they go down to five percent. You're still in a lot better situation than you were when you paid four hundred thousand for that three hundred and fifty thousand dollar house at three percent. So it's the whole picture that you have to look at. And that's why you need to work work with somebody who understands this stuff, who understands the market, who knows that 
you know, what has happened in the past and understands what people are predicting will happen in the future and not just saying it because I'm not just telling you like what they're predicting because it's what I've read on paper. I understand it through the experience that I've had. And there's lots, I'm not saying, oh my gosh, call me, I'm the only good realtor. There's lots of good realtors, okay? I actually have realtors on my team who haven't lived through this kind of thing before. They haven't worked when the interest rates are high, but they're very good at what they do because they spend the time to meet with the people and learn and understand the market. So I think it's just really important that you're working with someone who can guide you and help you through this. And we certainly are here for you if you need that. And what is that phone number, Robin? Call my cell phone. Even today on Christmas Eve, I got a I got an appointment this morning for a listing and I happily took it because you know what? This is what we do. We're here to serve. So call my cell phone anytime and I will certainly take your call. And if I'm unavailable, I'll call you back. But my number is 507-259-4926. All right, Robin, do you have a very Merry Christmas? Oh my gosh, family? you too. Thank you so yeah. much. And to all of our listeners, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Robin. Robin Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group Remix results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.